Breaking news earlier today, both Everton and Nottingham Forest have been charged by the Premier League for more financial breaches. Man City, no charges. Chelsea, no charges. And Wolves, no charges. Today, we discuss the fallout of these decisions, what it means for the clubs charged, and also what it means for the clubs not charged. Roll the intro. Hello and welcome to the Lost in Possession podcast. If you are here for the first time, please do us a very quick favour and hit that subscribe button. As always, it is absolutely free. Let's get straight into it. So today, if you've been living under a rock, you will have seen... Well, if, you, if you're you living under a rock, you won't have seen. But today we are here to tell you Everton and Forest have been charged by the Premier League. Again, breaching the financial rules. Reese, let's kick things off with the statements from the club's charge as a first kind of starting point what have they said initially yep so both clubs have acknowledged the um the decision from the premier league everton have come out with a quite a lengthy statement not only acknowledging the premier league's decision of for breaching the profit and sustainability rules um but they've also announced that they are planning to fight this um the club have said that you know that they understand it relates to a period which covers seasons 2019 to 20, 20 to 21, 21 to 22, and 22 to 23, and therefore includes financial periods um, as such for which the club has already received a 10-point sanction, and therefore that's something they're already appealing. They've announced that the Premier League does not have guidelines which prevent a club being sanctioned for alleged breaches in financial periods, which have already been subject to punishment, unlike other governing bodies, including the EFL. As a result, and because of the Premier League's new commitment to deal with such matters in season, the club is in a position where it has no option but to submit a PSR calculation, which remains subject to change pending the outcome of the appeal. And Nottingham Forest have only released a very short but sweet statement, acknowledging the statement from the Premier League, confirming that the club has today been charged with a breach of the PSR, of the PSR and the club intends to cooperate fully with the league on this matter and are confident of a speedy and fair resolution. So Everton are keeping quite stum on it, Ever and ever. Not in Forest to keep me quite strong on it, and Everton seem to be a little bit more vocal in their thoughts. Um, this is big because, as we know, this could mean points deductions for both teams, and that would mean Everton potentially getting another one this season after already clawing back the ten point deficit that they that they received earlier. I mean, imagine that two points deductions separately in one season. I mean, let's look at the table. So they've, I mean, they've done well. So I, I, I guess Everton fans, the positive is that since they got the initial charges, they've done pretty well. They've sort of rallied back and it, and it sort of seemed to to galvanise the team. So maybe maybe there's some optimistic Everton fans out there saying, we'll, we'll take it again and we'll, we'll, we go again. But being charged twice in one season would be pretty wild. Yeah. Put it, put it this way, Everton have have been charged more times by the Premier League than they have won trophies in the last 20 years. You know, that is that is a sad statement for them. And I can understand why they're probably cheesed off because they'd say, well, why hasn't this come about with the other points deduction or something like that? So, yeah, it's, it's quite sensational, really. And, of course, Nottingham Forest have also been dragged into this who, you know, have seemed to have enjoyed a bit of a revival themselves. But... Yes, it's a mad one. It looks like it's a saga that doesn't really show any sign of ending anytime soon. Yeah, well, let's let's actually come to you, Jamie. So 
for those who aren't following us on TikTok, let, let's get the whole debate out of the way. The natural response of many people on social media will be, oh, what about City? So give us give us a short answer or short your your short response to that. Um, well, I put it on TikTok. It wasn't it wasn't just a few comments, Jordan. It was every comment. <laughs> if, if you looked under the initial Athletic brought it out yesterday, saying that's what they thought was going to happen, and every single comment had "What about City?" It's completely different. It's not one charge. City have got one hundred and fifteen, one hundred and sixteen. If you want to include the new super dry legal case going on um it's completely different people need to realize that you're not lawyers you're not involved in any of the accounting at man city you're not involved in the accounting at everton and forest so really just saying that you think man city should be charged first for 115 charges over everton's 10 point deduction already happened plus this stop talking crap because let's be honest, you don't know what's going on. We don't because we're not there behind closed doors. All we can go off is the the charges that have come out. So if we move back towards the Everton and Forest ones, the one thing I'm surprised about is the Everton one more because of it's like a double jeopardy sort of thing because it's already covering the period that they've been fined 10 points for already which i believe they're appealing the 10 points as well so before this is happening it just seems strange that you get fined for one three-year period but you're going to get it for the next which includes two of the years from the previous three and it's sort of like i guess if let's say you have a really bad year of negative profit you could get done three different times for just based on that one year which seems a bit doesn't seem to be totally fair but at the end of the day i guess you know what the premier league clubs have it have sort of voted for ffp to come in by the way city were voted against it so quit your moaning that this is to protect city because we're not one of the clubs who are in favor of it you've got to remember that other clubs were voting for it i don't know who exactly did but i know man city definitely said we don't want this and that's where you got newcastle moaning as well in sort of similar aspects now well that's i think yeah sorry to jump in i was just going to say that's a very good example of, of how it can work against you because we saw it again similar to chelsea with, with Bowley coming in finding these um these loopholes in in contracts and i think amortization is called but the problem is you get clubs who find the so-called loopholes exploit them and then everyone kicks off going, let's bring in these rules. And then what actually happens is it widens the gap because then other clubs can't can't capitalise on that. And I know FFP isn't identical to that, but it's the same we've seen with City, maybe Chelsea, spend all the money, then everyone kicks off about the rules. Then when a club gets taken over, suddenly the you know, shoes on yeah. the other foot and, and it's, it's an issue. If it, if it favours your club, you're not going to moan about it. Yeah. yeah. That's kind all of... double standards, isn't it? At the end football of the day, football fans are fickle in that way, really, aren't we? Yeah, of course they are. Football fans are the most fickle people in the world. That that's that's a fact. Okay, it's probably not a fact, but it, but it is in my eyes. And I think it is. <laughs> yeah, if, if we look at these charges before we talk about FFP, what do we think about it, etc. What does this mean? It seems that Forest seem to have a 
slightly different situation with Everton. Let's be honest, right? Everton's transfer dealings have been absolutely abysmal. They've not been going under, but other than Richarlison, I don't really think they've made any profit on anybody. And realistically, none of those players other than Calvert-Lewin are really profitable. So in the scheme of things, if that was running a normal business, you would have probably taken, taken that into the ground by now. And also, if you have a debit card and you spend money on it that you don't have, you are going to have to pay it back, if that makes sense. You know, there's no point having a credit card, spending all the money on it, and then be like, oh, I don't need to worry about that, because you will get in trouble. It's kind of that kind of that reflection to it. Forrest, most of the charge around them seems to be centered around the sale of Brennan Johnson. Um, he moved to Spurs of 45 million in September. And the issue is, is that this took place after the accounting deadline. Um, and Forrest are pretty much arguing that their negotiating tactics allow them to get a higher fee because if they were forced to sell by the 30th of June, they'd have probably had to let him go cheaper. So it seems like that's probably why Forrest have a smaller statement because they seem to be a little bit... It's such a stupid thing, isn't it, though? Like, why are you doing it the 30th of June when the transfer window opens? Well, yeah, whatever reason they've got, I suppose it's there there for a reason. And and Forrest are going to fight their case, of course. Because they'll say, yeah, look, there's no point selling them for 20 or 30 when we get 45 for them. Because that, that 15, 20, whatever, is a huge difference. You know, but of course, Forrest as well have had a revolving door of transfers since their promotion. You know, and a lot of fans are arguing they're being punished for showing ambition. Um, which, of course, leads on to the question is, first of all, the Premier League have been active on this and they've been active on it for the last year or so. Is it because they do not want an independent body coming in? Yes, absolutely. There's been sort of rumours and talks about it. They definitely don't want it. They really wouldn't want it. And they don't want them that sort of, they don't want other people getting involved in what is their brand. Because you've got to remember, they've done, overall, the Premier League have actually done brilliant in building the brand of it for the league. Because we're in so much better, we're, such a better position than you look at La Liga, Bundesliga, Serie A kind of thing because of the branding that Premier League's done. So bringing in the independent body, I think, will impact them from what they want to do for the branding side. But you bring in rules, you have to implement them. That's sort of it at the end of the day. Whether, like, I know people will say, obviously, with City... We've got 115 charges. If we get charged, we get charged. If we don't, we don't. But it's more, I think there's going to be, no matter what the facts are of the case, we don't know. Is the same with the sort of Everton and Forest, unless we go behind and see the exact, show me the profit and loss and balance sheet of them companies. We're not We're not going to know exactly. But I think the interesting one with Forest, before like, I let, let you both speak, is... Um, it seems like their losses are less than what they would have been allowed if they were in the Premier League for three seasons. And that I don't fully understand. Like, it that, that is technically one rule for, for the clubs coming up and one rule for the people who, who have survived. It's like Palace, for example. Oh, Mike, gone down. Palace, for example, can have three years of more losses than what Forrest could. And I don't think that's fully right. But I think I think it's because championship rules are different. So I yeah. don't think in the championship you can lose, I think it's 105 mil. Whereas it, it kind of does make sense because if you're in the championship, 
and you're losing 105 mil, like you're in serious trouble because you've not got the brand and you've not got the prem money. So I I do think if I'm correct, I it's because championship clubs are allowed to lose less and it's an average. I, I, I don't personally mind that. I think it does make sense. Forest will feel hard done by, but if it's an average of two, three years or however they do it. But it's the Premier League enforcing the rule, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's not like a, it's not like a combined, the EFL and the Premier League. It sounds like it's the Premier League doing this. So really their rule should be, okay, you're in the Premier League. While you're in the Premier League, you're allowed the 105 million losses. If you go back down, then it's the EFL rules. That's how that's how I would sort of see it and now. I would probably deem fair, but obviously we'll see in the appeal whether they agree with me. But it's a it's a it's an odd one really because if you are under the hundred five million they're allowing in the Premier League, oh, over so sixty one million max loss in the Championship and one hundred five million for Premier League over a three year period. So it's a bit of a, I think it's a bit, it's like very hard done by. Obviously, you're hard done by if you're Everton, hard done by if you're Forests. It's not, it's not great for their fans, but it's, it's, it's a really difficult situation for how they're going to sort of get out of it. Because I think you should, the rules should be quite plain and simple. I suppose if you have simple rules, then it's quite hard to actually mitigate things. That's why there's always loopholes in rules, I suppose. Um, but this could cause chaos towards the end of the Premier League season. You know, um, Everton, I don't think, have um, can have their case heard until, like, on their 10-point deduction until February, beginning of March. And then in April, you know, when Premier League rounds are going, teams haven't been relegated yet, most likely. But we might not hear anything even until, um, and you know, before the last few games of the season which can cause all sorts of problems because what if the season ends and then you decide to, to dot the points, you know, Sheffield United, Luton, as it stands, you know, I think, is it Burnley in the bottom three as well? Yeah. As it stands, could survive if, you know, and it's it's a whole mess at the moment. But at the end of the day, this is a mess that I'm sure the league would have prepared for. Um, but, so I've just seen on the, what you're saying with the decisions, the appeals must be concluded by May 24th. So I think that's it's after just, the season, I think. Is that after the season ends? Yeah, so that is, yeah. That's what it says on Sky Sports. That's so after. The, I'm pretty so sure that's, that's after the season ends. Yeah, after. Premier League, yeah, so May the 19th. May well, the, the 19th. It ends. Run until the oh, yeah. end yeah. in June. So, so it's how you're going to determine, you know, all of that. But it's, yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it's never a right time to be charged with anything, but you know, this is where the Premier League really has to start showing its authority. It can't, ha it doesn't want an independent, um, you know, regulator, because imagine how much harder that's going to be. Uh, but just before we talk about FFP and whether it's, or, or these financial rules, etc. With both of you two having your clubs under some form of spotlight with these sorts of rules, are you now starting to get more worried that this could really come back because if they're really trying to stamp down, they're going to go for every nook and cranny of the city charges, for example, which they are. And rightly so they are, you know, if you charge something, you have to look into it fairly. Are you worried that this could lead to something? Cause I don't think you're going to get titles stripped or anything like that. 
and you'll probably, you know, it might lead to, a, I don't know what the outcome is, a points deduction at the start of the season. But, you know, are you both looking over your shoulders a little worried? Well, I think I think for me, yeah, yeah, a little bit. I think I'd be, I'd, I'd be more concerned as a City fan in terms of the charges because I think it's one of them where, you know, if it's one charge, you can fight. If it's five, you know, it's a few. But 115, just, just it's ridiculous almost. You know, and if that was in, in a court of law and someone got accused of 115 things, you'd go 1 million percent, they're, they're guilty of something. I know that's it's not quite how it works. Yeah, that's, that's a bit speculation, really. That's the opinion, and that's the, that's the opinion that you'll see on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube comments. Yeah. It's, that's what you'll find out. It's because it's 115. It's not 115 of the same charge either. They could be anything. They could be yeah, completely... the most there's, there's so thing. Yeah. So many different sections. But yeah, I'll let you finish off with Chelsea before I go on to City. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think it, it's more concerning that they're actually finally deducting points. It's always been this sort of, you know, loose threat that no one really believes. We've seen it in the EFL. EFL. You, you basically don't think the Premier League's got the bottle to do it. But now I think it's become a real possibility. And to your point, Reese, that it seems like now they're, they're almost making a statement. They've done it to Everton, potentially going to do it again to them and Forrest. So why wouldn't you now try and make a statement of, of you know, everyone else? Well, before, yeah, before we go on to you, Jamie, I think you're right, is a lot of people have laughed this off. Oh, this waste of time. We don't need to look at, you know, the PSR. Who cares? This, this is a good thing that they're investigating. Yes, you wouldn't say that if it's on your club. But realistically, it is because that's the point. Then, therefore, people are going to take this seriously and they're going to realise that we can't just throw money at the problem here. Even if you've got the wealth to do it, the consequences are are quite severe. But yeah, Jamie, you go ahead before we um, talk about the other stuff. Yeah, so with City's ones, it's sort of like, it's, I'm probably less concerned for sort of like a number of reasons. One is because we've already been through a court case. We've, we've, we've had to fight UEFA. And the only thing we got fined for was not complying with UEFA. So I'm more than certain we will get a fine for not complying with the Premier League because the stances that have come out from sort of journalists who talk to City have been, we're not helping you find something that you're going to pin on us. And that was sort of like the aspect that City have gone with. They said it with UEFA, they want... You're only you're doing this, and you're trying to find something. You don't have a reason to look into us. That's sort of what they've sort of said with why they're not complying. Whether that's right or wrong, different different sort of matter. The actual what sort of like some of the paying off with off sea off yeah off seas sort of accounts to Mancini and things like that. Like I have no idea. Like, I just don't have any clue. There's sort of like companies that have paid Mancini or other players for services. And that I think could be quite hard to prove because Mancini could actually, you know, run run a training course for kids in a different country and get paid for it. Just because they're linked to City doesn't mean it's technically City paying for it. It's all like there's a load of loopholes, as we sort of mentioned before. So at the moment, 
I'm 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 quite calm with it because it's happened. Like we got the charges a while ago. We've been through a court case, and really, in my mind, whether it is we get relegated or whatnot, I personally, I personally would care, but I wouldn't care to what I've seen my team do, and that's the difference with what Everton and Forest have gone through. They've not had the luxury that I have had in seeing my team do the treble last season or fight even five trophies in a year and winning multiple titles. They're memories that I can't ever lose. So that's where I have the luxury of it. Whereas, like I say, Everton and Forest don't have that. Everton have been near relegation battle and still getting charged. So that's where I feel like it's even worse for them as fans. Who, who do you think, just before I ask the final question, who do you think out of the two, if this comes worse to the worst scenario, worst case scenario, who does this hurt more, Everton or Forest? Everton. If the worst case scenario comes in, Everton. Ever Everton, because they've got the new stadium as well. I think that makes it worse. Forest have been, well, Everton haven't been relegated in the Premier League era. No, they're the long. They're actually the longest-serving top-flight team, or something, to not be yeah. relegated. So yeah, that sort of aspect. I think Forest will have the sort of club structure to survive in the Championship, whereas Everton, it could just spiral and spiral. I'm not saying they're going to though go and get relegated again, but it's just sort of like I think it'll be a lot worse on Everton than Forest. I think Forest could deal with it, maybe not come back up straight away or whatnot, but it's some. It's just, I think it will be worse on Everton. Yeah, I mean, Jordan, what do you think? Do you think it's worse for Everton or do you reckon this could be worse for Forest? I think, uh, based on, I, I need to see a bit more about Forest's contracts, but I, I'm sure Forest signed a insane amount of players in the summer. A lot of, a, a few big names in there as well. So, so wages probably aren't that cheap. So the way I'm looking at it is if they went down, I think they could be in trouble. I'd need to know a little bit more about like how much they're actually paying these players, but I'm sure they signed something ridiculous, like 15, 20 players in the Prem, probably giving them bigger contracts than they would in the championship. And if they go down, suddenly, well, if they go down, suddenly you've got all these players on, on big wages that they can't afford and they've not got the revenue coming in. And they could end up in, in the same situation. Again, in the in, in in the championship, getting getting points deductions. So I don't know. I, th I think it's a case for both sides, personally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think I think Everton, with the clout they have, the players they could attract, even in the championship, I think players would drop down to go with to go to them. But I think with their situation at the moment financially, they're more likely to lose all their squad, if that makes sense. Whereas Nottingham Forest could probably keep it the majority of their players, if that was ever to come to the scenario. Um, I think Forrest would probably struggle to come back up, though. That's the only problem. I think Everton would have attractive, more attractive buyers. But th that's just that's just me. But but the, the consequence, it could be anything. It could be a warning. It could be a fine. It could be a points deduction. You know, either or. A, a fine is probably, in some aspects, worse than a points deduction because you've got to pay that back. QPR <laughs> have not been the same since, you know, They've not been the same since. So it goes to show how much, you know, some just think, how, how hard this I don't is. Know, I'd, I'd say a point deduction is worse than a fine. Yeah, I'd agree. And But I also think a, warning, a, a warning is pointless. 
and that goes yeah. that goes for even even for City. That depends on what the charge is, isn't it? If it, you'll yeah. probably find a warning will come out of okay, look, you've been cleared, but you need to be careful on what you're doing. So it, I think it'll either be a fine or a points deduction. I don't see it, you know, being a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Well, let let to wrap up. Let let's do a hypothetical. So. Man City and Chelsea, obviously Man City 115, Chelsea not to be charged, but could potentially be charged. What what would be the worst case scenario for both our clubs? Um well if, if City or Chelsea got a 10 point reduction, they'd be fine. 20 points, I think City would be fine. I'm not so <laughs> sure about Chelsea. Oh, we'd be um, right in the right in the relegation zone. If if City got a thirty point deduction or a forty point deduction, yeah, let's go forty point deduction. Would City still stay up? Like they don't lose any players, would they both stay up? Like let's see oh, what you both think. Uh, well, yeah, you, well, yeah, forty forty point deduction would put you on three points. But three points and how many games left? For yeah, you'd still, still yeah, eight, you got what 18, thirty-eight. Sorry, 18, 18, 18. 18 games left. And Everton are what on sixteen? Yeah, I'd I'd so still back you. Points behind, <laughs> you'd still back us to stay up. Is there a way though? If 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 Everton have got one charge and that they get deducted ten points, could they go? I mean, obviously this is ridiculous, but could they go? It's ten points for every every uh, fine. Every what am I trying to say? Every charge. So could they go like our oh, city? You've been deducted over a thousand points. You're now you're now in the national league. I think it would only be the case of the PSR stuff. But obviously, if you're adding up all the points deduction, it would just be one season. So we'd be on yeah, minus 1,150 yeah, yeah, yeah. plus whatever we got this got that season. So it would only be one season. So that wouldn't actually send us down, you know, multiple leagues, even though that is a massive deduction. <laughs> Imagine. And Reese, finally, Arsenal. Any, any, anything dodgy there? Do you reckon, or, or do you think you'll be fine? Well, nothing's been said so far. I'm sure if both of you got relegated, we'd still find a way to throw the league away. So I wouldn't worry about <laughs> that. And no, but this thing, all clubs are going to be alert now, aren't they? Yeah, they're going to be looking at every nook and cranny and go, right, what can we do here to make sure we're not next? So that that does beg the question: is what do you two think about FFP and PSR? Because personally. I'm its biggest supporter, but I'm also its biggest critic, as contradictory as that sounds. Because when you think about it, you know, PSR could be traced back to when Portsmouth were punished or had that issue with administration. Um, and you think of Portsmouth, okay, they they had like, was it like £60 million in debt? Because they overspent. They were, they were paying more in wages than they were actually bringing in revenue or something like that. You can't, you can't maintain that. And unfortunately... It's all great when you're signing all these players, but eventually it does go wrong. And you do have to say to yourself, this is why it makes sense. More clubs would be going out of business if these rules weren't in. But the problem it's done, it's created this divide. This is why I'm its critic, where that unless you're City, unless you're Liverpool, you know, they're the teams that are going to win the league all the time, maximum any of the other teams in the top six. So, in a realistic world, you've got probably three teams, four teams that can win the league. Don't go on about the Leicester situation because you're relying on all six to collapse and, and do rubbish. So 
it's only created a bigger divide. So certain teams can only will only have policies of bringing in players cheap to sell big. So the divide only gets bigger. Newcastle, richest club in the world, have already been hit by, you know, have already been affected by this because they're not allowed to really spend much in January. Okay, so it starts to make you think, if we can't bring in new competitors to the fold, what's the actual point? But, and then I look at it and say, well, more clubs would have been run under the ground by now. You know, look how many clubs have almost gone extinct over the years from not, you know, from not actually balancing the books. Chelsea and City must be thanking their stars they got their takeovers when they did because it's put you in the position you are in today. Otherwise, it'd have been a two team. You know, Blackburn bought the league. You know, they were lucky to, <laughs> that it was in the 90s. You know, it would have probably just been a two team league for years now. So, it swings and roundabouts, but what do you two think? Yeah, I think, I, I, I know what you're saying. I, I can see both arguments. I, I think for me, there, there needs to be some guidelines and there has to be some rules in place or restrictions. I don't think it should be maybe as harsh or, or as tight as it is. Because at the end of the day, you, you do, you know, obviously we've benefited it from it more recently, but you do want to see other clubs come in with a bit of money, splash the cash. Like Newcastle now competing at, you know, yes, it's one more club we have to try and get above, but it makes the league better. And at the end of the day, you you, you want a bit of, no, you know, obviously Jamie will disagree. I don't want to see City win the league 10 years in a row. Like, I don't want to see it. Obviously, we were younger when United did it. I just don't want to see it. You want a bit of interest, intrigue. I'm loving it this season because you potentially got a three, four-way title race. I don't want to see City winning every year by 15 points or any club. And even, I, I'll say as a Chelsea fan, honestly, if Chelsea were winning the league every year by 15 points or whatever, I would get bored. You like competition. The point of sport is competition at the end of the day. And I think all this, all this chat from other clubs, fans, oh, you've bought this, you've bought that. You've still got to go and do it at the end of the day. Look at PSG. They've spent what? 2 billion euros to, to do nothing. So yes, they've got nice players. Yes. They've got a few French cups, but it's not an absolute guarantee of success at the highest level. Realistically, it is, though, because you have to spend money to be successful. PSG have spent money, therefore they've been successful. Chelsea have spent money, not talking about now. But they've not general. won the Champions League. That, that's, that's what that two billion's for. They'd, it's only won, the they'd, only won, yeah, but they'd only won two league titles before the ownership takeover. City had had, I think, one. I can't remember how many league titles City had won. So it does bring success. It puts you on the map. You have to spend money. Teams can't penny pinch anymore. And this is where it's ruined it, because teams can't, buying players out of nothing. You know, Brian Clough would not survive in today's game. Ferguson probably wouldn't survive now. You can't just bring these players together and thrive. You have to spend money to be successful, and that is the bottom line. But, of course, clubs are spending too much money. and that, But then you think, well, if you, if you don't spend enough, what are you ever going to achieve? Yeah, and as long as... About like, both them managers you just mentioned spent money. Like that's what I'm saying. Money's always happened to be in the course, court. but not on this scale. The Premier League has created this monster. But the scale, the scale is also kind of inflationary as well, because if you actually go with the money that was spent by Ferguson by previous managers, put it in inflationary terms, then they've spent more than Mourinho, Klopp, Guardiola, Arteta. So it is a bit subjective because you can go, oh, it was only 20 million. Only 20 million back then was a lot of money. It was like, I think the British transfer record was for like Ferdinand for 30 million. And you're like, 30 million now gets you 
average players or average in the league at least so i think that i think the money spent will always happen and this is why there is sort of city fans have never wanted ffp because we know what it meant and we always have said this it was to protect what's known as the cartel we were saying it was going to protect real madrid barcelona it was going to protect united liverpool because they have the money they already have the revenue aspects that are in and like yeah city and chelsea have been lucky that our takeovers have happened earlier but i think ffp became in because of chelsea when they had their takeover and abramovich spent money and chelsea became successful if you spent money and di- and didn't and won nothing nothing would have happened it's only until you start actually winning these titles that's when it happens and it's the same with the sort of like I say with UEFA, it's the same there. They're protecting the ones that have been big for ages, and that's why I'm completely against it. I understand you want to be profitable because at the end of the day, all these teams are now businesses as well. They're not just football clubs. Then, like you've got lower, the ones that are non-league. They're your, they're just purely football clubs that you go to. These massive clubs now are businesses and. I think it's ridiculous that businesses, owners of businesses, can't spend their own money to improve their business. So that's where I think it's completely flawed in that aspect. But I also I do understand the aspect of you don't want Newcastle coming in going, right, I want Mbappe, I want Haaland, I want De Bruyne, I want X, blah, 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 and then get a super team and then dominate the league for 10 years. Because, like you said, John, you don't want 15 points every year. And to be fair, like I know people say City win it every year, blah, blah, blah. But if you look at how many points we win it by, we win it by an odd point, especially against the sort of title races with Liverpool. We've won it by an odd point. We've only won it massively on one season. That was the Centurion season. So really, I don't think it's a massive concern yet. But I think teams should be able to spend as much as they want as long as the owner can provide the funds. And it's, I think that's what Premier League needs to look into more. The owners, can they actually afford what they're spending? If they then can't, then you put them into the profitability sort of rules. Yeah, yeah it's, all, it's all a double-edged sword, isn't it? Even though yeah. swords are generally double-edged. But um, it's all a double-edged sword. This is a monster the Premier League has created, as I've mentioned. The five teams that wanted the Premier League, Arsenal, Tottenham, Everton, Manchester United and Liverpool. This is the beast they wanted. This is the beast they've created. And now it's got out of control. Look how much things have all gone up inflated. Like you said, inflated, you know. PSG, even buying Neymar for 200 million, has upped the market so much because players have gone from being worth 20 million to now being 50 or 60. They all wanted this. They all wanted this extra money, particularly the Premier League. It's their problem. It's their fault, and they've got to do something about it. And as far as I'm concerned, an Americanized version of the league will solve it, but that will take a lot of time. But the more American owners come in, then of course, the more that will speed that process along. There you have it. Nice way to finish. As always, we want to hear from you. Pause the video, hit up the comments, let us know your thoughts. But as always, like, comment, and subscribe. You know the drill. Thank you.